Welcome back to Bros in a Landfill, the podcast equivalent of slapping the bottom of a glass ketchup bottle in the vain hope something good will come out. Your hosts for this week are our magical quip giver Tar. Hey, that's me. And the guy who thinks he can criticize My Hero Academia for silly things such as the traitor thing with by only watching too many clips on YouTube, I'm dizzy. You're still I holding a grudge about that, huh? I have many responses to uh, that. The first one is that ketchup is never good. Fight me. Bitch. <laughs> ketchup is amazing. Bitch. Fuck you. Secondly, I want, I don't think you understand when I said that I watched many clips because I have watched many clips, including well, if you clips watch that enough, covered the fact well, that the villains were using Hero Killer's motivation, but apparently not enough clips to explain why they were, what their motivation is to, to just to make them look bad because they want to, and why a bunch of heroes claim moral high ground anyways, despite the fact that they were apparently only using hero killers motivation or philosophy and stuff while not actually believing it themselves and also why would a guy raise it's, someone it's, just it's, to it's, hate it's, all might is he yeah, just that i'm not much of a i'm prick? not saying that I'm, I'm not i i never i never said last week that my hero academia didn't have its flaws i was just bringing up specific criticisms to your criticism yeah and i'm but, countering them with you still haven't addressed those to be fair like I, the reason why I didn't like address those specifically was because you weren't on uh, for you to counter them, and also there was a quick thing we wanted to talk about Scooby Doo. Oh, by the way, my name's Tribian. Uh, I, I'm the <laughs> founder of this podcast, this nightmare that you've been listening to for the past couple of minutes, maybe the past year, if you've been following us since the start. If I feel have, so bad you. for you. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> we, we appreciate I, your your support. It's, it's hard to talk about the motivations of the villains in Hero Academia, same reason it's kind of difficult to talk about the motivations of the heroes in Hero Academia, because they're, it's, they all fall within this weird gradient of each character sort of has their own motivations. Some of them are very much killer, hero killers saying like, oh yes, I'm moral, moral high ground, but a lot of them are also idiots and being used. The yeah. second groups are the ones that just want to cause chaos, but they're using the hero killers thing as a justification for the chaos. They don't really care about it. Then you all have the whole group of people that are like, "Oh yes, uh, we're bad guys. We're we're evil, and we um, but we're gonna we're gonna use um the hero killer to make the heroes look bad and turn the society's trust against Why the heroes." Waiting so it's for lunch to be on to have this discussion. How do you turn yes, society's we were, trust against you when you're murdering children and blowing up cities? I, think, I mean, I think the, granted, I think, gra- granted, <laughs> the granted the heroes also blow up cities. To be fair, um. But it's it's one of those things where it's more there's like oh you can't trust the heroes specific it's specifically you can't trust the um the specific academy that like that like all the best heroes come from and it's like oh yes if you can't trust the heroes then who can you trust it's the villains aren't trying to win favors over to the public they just want the reputation of the heroes to be demolished. Uh, Sounds ridiculously know. petty. It's, I mean it is ridiculously yeah. petty, but. But like one of the like the, the like the leader of the main bad guy groups like oh yes like I was like all all might's um the reason why my mother died so I'm just gonna make his life a living hell. I could write a better villain plot than that, and I'm a hack I, fraud. I mean, you are a hack fraud, but that's beside the point. But, <laughs> but no, you're gonna I, talk my, my, about some like stupid anime. It sounds like a bunch of yeah, yeah, sounds no, like a bunch yeah. of bullshit. Anyways, <laughs> the, the only other the only other thing I wanted to like um like here I could. Okay, here I think about, like a lot of modern shonen and law shonen in general is a bunch of bullshit. Like you're bringing up these criticisms, I'm like, and 
and um like but anyways the other thing i want to just point out was like you, like you, you you were like getting all like weird about like this whole traitor thing when it's a stat also that's another thing that's established as okay i'll, I'll this say this I'm, i, I know nothing about traitor stuff i've only been told that apparently okay. there was one well the point of the traitor thing is that the this that um training camp that they went to was supposed to be top secret only known by people at the academy but the villains still found where it was and um whatnot and like in like in like story they're like there might there there might be it's like there must be a traitor among us like within the academy who um leaked the information of where the trading academy like where the training camp was because it was supposed to be top secret weren't the villains just spying on the heroes all the time though I mean that, that's I mean that's possible too. I'm not I'm not defending plus, the show. I'm plus, just saying that I'm just plus before they went to the training camp they got kicked into the forest where they had to fight a bunch of giant explody earth monster thingies. I think everyone well, yeah, the giant, I mean, the, giant, the giant the <laughs> I mean the, the giant earth monsters I'm pretty sure is part of the training. It's like not that, that hard was to like find a... someone when they're blowing up a forest. <laughs> Uh, this is this is fishing for things like you're, you're, this is fishing for like explanations for a show I don't care that much about. <laughs> like okay, like, the only, and you care like, enough my, my, to start two episodes off no, of it? No, I, <laughs> no. This is just what, the new what, arc of Frozen Land. No, no. What what I what the I care what I care about is the fact. Arc. Okay. No, like my, my my like like my thing here is like oh Dizzy's coming in with these critici- like these very specific criticisms for the show. For a show that he's severely missing context from, because he's taking the bitch ass excuse of, "Oh yes, I'm not. I'm gonna pirate my anime, but I'm not gonna go all the way and go onto some pirate anime." It's like, I'm gonna watch some shady ass YouTube uploads of two minute clips that give me just enough context to hate the show. I've seen. <laughs> I, I mean, we're talking I, about seriously. Disney, anything is just enough context for him to hate something. That's fair. I'm not saying to pirate your anime. What I'm saying is, if you're pirating your anime, go all the way with it. Don't just, like... like these YouTube clips are there for like people to like, share around and be like, oh yes, look at this cool anime moment or this funny anime moment from a YouTube scene. Like No one's, no one's putting those YouTube videos up thinking, oh yes, um, Dizzy, this um, random Californian babe, is going to pop in. Why do you have to give in. my state address? Let me do that. That's... That, that that there is many things wrong with the way you worded that. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, me supremely uncomfortable, and I'm not entirely sure I want to be on anymore. I mean, I've seen okay. basically the entire tournament series and through two minute clips to give you context but, for exactly how many clips I've seen and how specific they are. But that tournament arc is like, like over three hours worth of content. That I means you've watched three hours worth of two minute videos it means i've watched two hours worth so like you, you you've, you've missed you, you, that means you've probably missed at least an hour's worth of content like i've, I've that's missed a... the part where that explains why this one guy keeps popping up during throughout different points of the series to talk about how he hates the class that midoriya is in for some reason only to get smacked right. by another girl who i don't know who she is and this guy yeah. just keeps showing anyway, up anyway. and he is another reason that confuses me because i keep wondering why are you here well, well, it's it's hard it's hard to have like have a discussion with you about Hero Academia because we've only watched two minute clips. Like like you haven't watched like like a whole segment of the show. You're like there's a lot of context you're missing. But and that's kind of why I want to have this discussion with Lunch on because Lunch can be like oh yes or like oh blah blah blah. 
or like bring up points or parts of the show that I might not remember because when I feel like even if I did watch the show, I would basically know exactly the same thing that I do now, which is why I'm compelled to not. I mean, I can do it, and then I can come back next week and say, okay, I binged the entire show. Well, I don't think you'd enjoy it. I don't think you'd you'd enjoy it anymore watching the full show. (laughs) I just... It's it's insufferable trying to debate with someone who is bringing up these problems with a show without watching the full thing. And join us next week when we start with this topic again. <laughs> anyways, anyways, um, Tar, take over, but I have to go grab my charger. Wait, wait, I what? That, but I, I don't think it made it apparent exactly. Look, okay, I'll grant you that. I've, I've been in arguments before about single issues of comic books, and I looked into those comic books and found out that I was missing a shit ton of context. But when I talk about Dizzy, my human academia, tries left. I know I'm giving this context to you. What? Why? This does this discussion doesn't matter to me. I know. I'm just explaining my point. Don't explain it to me because it doesn't matter. <laughs> Don't know. Ay ay ay. Okay, I'm back. What did I miss? Okay, Try's back. All right, welcome back to the show. Hey, Try. Okay, give an opening clip. I was asking Try to do an opening clip again because I was going to cut all that out. Uh, welcome back to Bros in a Landfill, the only show that we do opening clips in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah, I was also going to ask if I could just leave mid-cast yeah, um, or, or post-pre-beginning of cast. Uh, I mean, if you want to if you want to head out, that's fine. I can talk with Tar about Promare because I think he'd think it's cool. Yeah, all right. I'm going to head out then. Oh. Yeah, you, you sound like shit. You sound like shit, man. Get, take care of yourself. Right. All right. Oh, should, should, I do the, should I do the clip again? No, we're, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll keep the beginning stuff. Okay. Um. So, um, onto the um. Try watched an anime movie and oh, um now target. Oh boy, we, where have we seen this episode before? And then, like, did you did you know that before last week, the last um try and tar episode was Pokemon Power? <laughs> we we hadn't we hadn't done a do episode since Pokemon Power, and it's like, wow, some of the best some some great memes come from that episode. It's like. <laughs> It's like, like somehow it's not depressing when you and I are on together. <laughs> we we actually have good chemistry. What is this? Sometimes, sometimes, nah. Anyways, um, so Promare. Promare. This sounds like Promare. some my little pony it's not po- I was. I knew you were gonna say that. No, it is not ponies. It is. It might have mare in the title, but it has nothing to do with ponies. <laughs> <laughs> but um not everything has to do with my little ponies <laughs> sorry not everything i like is ponies god damn please <laughs> just most please. things just most things not all things god damn it anyways um so my little pony ah i mean pro hair <laughs> my little pro mare my li- <laughs> this is this is this has gone off to a fantastic start yeah, so so Promare is um the new movie by Studio Trigger, um famous for um TV show well anime such as Kill a Kill, uh Little Witch Academia, uh, Darling in the Franks, if you think that's good, uh, don't at me. Um, <laughs> but um I've heard of a couple of these. But all, but specifically um the director writer combo or the is the team behind Gurren Lagan. I've heard of that, which, which is a uh, incredible, like usually quoted with as being like one of the best anime of all time, uh, being super like 
manly space robots and stuff, but also like being really freaking cool. Lots of cool poses, lots of cool sayings, very thematically heavy, amazing music, and just stylish as all hell. Okay. Um, and it's it's one of those it's it's one of the cool things with Garen Logans is it's one of those shows that just keeps escalating, escalating. You start you start off like under like underground, and as the series goes on, you're like like the key the key, catchphrase saying of Garen Logan is um we're going to pierce the heavens. So yes. you start off in this underground. You're gonna you start off in this underground colony. You go up um uh you you're, you fight these like beast people, and then all like then the show escalates all the way up to giant space battles. Yes. Okay. So you've literally gone you've you've literally gone from. Drill, like drilling from inside the earth all the way up into the, the heavens into space. Yes. So it's, it's I'm with you so far. Big stuff. Big like so if it, one of the, like you got these are the type of shows that are gonna have like big stakes, uh, big escalation, really cool stylish scenes, very, really emotionally charged. Uh and then you come into Promare knowing all this, giving the fact that it's like a two hour movie, you know it's not gonna be the most um character driven story. Uh, but so expect so the setting expectations. You know it's not gonna be. You know the story isn't gonna be this great grand thing. It's not gonna be like Gurren Lagann that got twenty four episodes, which is, I think, approximately uh, at least six hours worth of content. So you're getting like one third of the content. Anyways, so you go in. Yes. The plot, I, the conceit is you have a bunch of people. Um, like like start like they just start uh spontaneously combusting. Oh, fun and. And gaining the power to control fires, which sounds a lot like Fire Force. And yes, there's this. Um, I've never heard of suspicion that. Suspicion that. Okay, Fire Force is an is a anime that I'll be talking about, but it also also involves with um people um spontaneously combusting and people with um power to con- control fires. Okay, that makes sense. But the two like one like Fire Force is an action shonen. Uh, this is more of a mecha like a. Like a sci-fi mecha sort of show. Okay. So r- drastically different genres, def- drastically different writing styles, like drastically different experiences. Even like the mechanics of the fires, like like Fire Force is all about like fire manipulation yes. and different ways people use fire for coming from their bodies and whatnot. Uh, Promare is literally about people, like the people who control fire, then harden it into weapons and armor. Oh, that that doesn't sound like science. This is this is triggers. What is science? <laughs> it is their it is their own made up version of science. There is like a whole like five minute expo- expo- um like exposition dump near the end of the show by um with a, like 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 this is the type this is the type of movie that's very self aware in the sense that near like like at the beginning of like the third act like there is a Deus Ex Machina with a five minute explanation of how all the science in the show works. And just expects you to be like, okay, yeah, yeah, like, this is how it works. Because that is not the point of the show. Like, Promare is a two-hour kick-ass music video. <laughs> that is, it is, like, it looks amazing. Like, it took a bit to get used to the visuals because it's so, like, it's so bright and colorful. And it does, like, this, like, 2D, 3D sort of aesthetic that gives it, like, this, like, almost, like, dynamic, like, view, like, it's fucking nuts. Like the sh- the like the the show opens like on like like a 10 50 minute like fight scene. Like this that? big over over the top extreme like fight scene with like 
like with a like with a mech and with like these these fire terrorists that sounds like um, a that, lot to introduce with yeah because it it gives no fucks it wants to be fun like like as i said earlier the, the last thing you're going to get from this is a real character drama there's, right right there's, there is literally there is practically no time for any real character to, like like any and all of the character development is more just kind of there subtly. It's like nothing is explicit is explicitly told. You can you can see like the main character going through a bit of an arc, but it's it's very cookie cutter of um, and I don't really want to go into spoilers, but it's like oh we got like like you have the 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 people who can control the fires they're ostracized from community. It's you've got this sort of uh. What's the right way to say this? Um, oh boy, it's sort of it, it's sort of funny because you have like it's you kind of it's kind of they're, they're, they've got it's got this like um use your words I I get I guess parallel parallel from real world right now it's sort of like like you oh, have like no. I don't like where this is going <laughs> yeah Tar never likes where see this is why I can't explain my words because like. Like I've got a billion thoughts running through my mind, and it makes it impossible to put them into <laughs> things. Anyways, it's like they're treated as like the others are treated as dangerous. Um, they're treated as criminals. Okay. So even if they're like, so even if they're not the um, even if they're not causing trouble, they're rounded up by the government, and uh, uh, like, and if like, like, like if you, well, they're rounded up by the government, even if they're not causing trouble, and then uh, forced into like prisons and stuff, and then like experimented on and whatnot. Okay. So it's 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 one of those um there's a bit of an authoritarian treatment of these others who are who are treated as like dangerous. Go ahead and turn off my camera because this is a. There we go. Okay. So well, I'm turning off my camera then. Fuck oh, you. Oh well then. Your camera's working fine. Mine isn't. Yeah. Well, you've got to keep things fair. Okay. Well, all right then. Anyways, so you you've got this whole like like dynamic of. You have these, like these fire terrorists, trying to fight for like the for, like freedom of the other like five people who can't fight for themselves. Of course. And then, and then you got the government, who's like, "No, you guys are dangerous. Uh, it's it's dangerous for this community, like for this um, just just by you guys existing, it's dangerous. So we're gonna lock you up." Yes. And then, sort of like in the middle, you have the main character Gallo, who's um, he was he works part of like this um rescue team. Uh, these um group of rescue heroes, you might say, and like they they go out and they their job is to save people from attacks or like in fires and whatnot. They're not supposed to engage with the terrorists, but they're there to help. But Gallo is your typical hot blooded um Kamina figure from yeah, like who's like who's like he's he's a shonen protagonist. Yeah, he's like he's like he's hot blooded and he just wants he just wants to save people and. His it makes sense of so his backstory. His backstory is all like he was saved when he was young. He wants to save people. He's Mister Incredible. Perfectly, yeah, perfectly acceptable. And you know what? He saves people. Yes. And he gets in a kick-ass fight scene with like the leader of the terrorists at the beginning of the show. Uh, it seems like a very odd place to begin. Oh, this is a trigger show. Things aren't as they seem. Okay. Like there's there's there's, I mean. I I could say some things because one of the PV's spoiler like is like are a spoiler of like like spoil a pretty big twist later in the movie, and I'd also argue that the plot itself isn't that important. 
Like, like spo- this is something I think you could go in without spoilers just because of how much of a spectacle it is and how cookie cutter it is. Like, you just by watching it, you can figure out who the bat, who the big bat's going to be before it's over. But something well, that that's I, I usually appreciate, pretty telegraphed in all media, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Something that um I appreciate with Studio Triggers works though. They've they've done this with Gurren Lagann and some of their other stuff. But the bad, like, it's a lot more nuanced than. Just oh, bad guy, bad. <laughs> like the bad, the bad guy has good intentions. It's very clear that what he's doing is wrong, and that he's wrong and he's making a mistake. But he has very—he's the bad guy with noble intentions. Like, right. Like the at like at the end of the day, like you can't say that there wasn't good done by the bad guy if he won. But it's it's sort of one of those things where, like ideologically, like his. Like he will, like his thing will likely cause the most. Like, like you could even make an argument that he is in the right. I could, I could see people making arguments that he is in the right, and like, even though like he lost and things turned out like okay, that like any reasonable person should have been on his side. It's more of like um, his methods to, um, are not good. Not to jump into A's Attorney Five. Oh boy! But the it's it's one of those like like end doesn't justify the means sort of thing yeah. where this guy has done. T- this guy has done terrible things just to like protect humanity. Like like the bat the big bat's like like hum- like I want to protect humanity, so I'm going to do terrible things to protect humanity. And then Gallo's in there and he's like comes in and he's just like like yeah, fuck you um like you're giving up, man. Like you you don't have to do bad things to protect humanity and I'm going to prove it to you sort of. Right. Stick. But as it, but it, it it is cookie cutter. It's not like super surprising, but here's a fun can, drinking uh, game. Take a shot every yeah. time Try says the term cookie cutter. I'm saying cookie cutter because I've read that in the comments too many times. So now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> like like I call like like going listen to the soundtrack. I've just seen the word cookie cutter used way too many times in regards to the movie. People like saying yeah, it's 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 a cookie cutter movie, but it's great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, oh my god, that soundtrack. Like it's a for those of you keeping track, I think we're up to seven now. Yes. So um, on to other things. Yeah, the hero, the 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 soundtrack's done by Hiroyuki Sawano. I have no idea who that is. I'm not. Um, it's weird because I could throw examples, but you don't watch anime, so I don't know if you've seen any of them. Like he's done the Attack on Titan one. Did he do the Attack on Titan? I think he did the Attack on Titan soundtrack because some of the music in Attack on Titan. Um, correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. Uh, Tar doesn't watch enough anime for me to really use. A good one, like, for example, I could say he did the soundtrack to Recreators, which is a show that I think is pretty bad, but I really I like the music of. I think I've heard some music from that, maybe. Um, um, Recreators has a great soundtrack, um, but, like, if you could, like, here's the thing with, um, Promare, if you can get into the music, like, if you like the music. If you can get in the groove of the action scenes and, like, if just being this big self-referential, big, like, like, Promare is just one big meme. <laughs> it is, like, it just, it's just a big old meme. Well, you're it is so a big. <laughs> it is a big, epic, amazing meme. Like, okay, Tar, you know me, like, I, like, the type of thing I get into with store, like, with, um, like, anime and whatnot, like, is characters and the story. Those are things I care about m- about the most. Now, like third down the line is obviously music. Like, like, like I could get behind like a show if like it's got good music, right? Like, and if it's got anim- good animation, that's fine. But usually, like, 
So something like Magical Girl Ups, well, Mag- Mag- Magical Girl Spec Ups Asuka is a show that I think has really good music. But dear God, the writing and characters are awful. <laughs> like it's got it's got some neat ideas. It's got some neat traumatic backstory stuff. But the the writing in Asuka is. I I remember you brought that one up on cast. That's the one where the main character is a yandere, right? The main girl, the main character's best friend is a yandere. Okay. But close enough. <laughs> See, I but, pay um, attention to these things, kind of. You do, you do. Um, but the mu- the music was able enough, was a good enough to bring me back, and it, the show was campy and fun. Like it was like, it was stupid. It was absolutely stupid, but I had fun. Okay. But I wouldn't call Magical Girl Ops, well, Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka a good show. Right. Come over to Promere. Not much in terms, like, it's got a bloated cast with a lot of just referential characters that doesn't have a lot of development, and it's as a, um, it is kind of milk toast in that regards. I'd give Promare a 9 out of 10 just because of the spectacle. <laughs> this, like, spectacle is not usually enough to sell me on something, but oh my god, like, <laughs> like, I had the big, I had a smile on my face throughout the entire movie, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> Like, even, like, in stories with, like, even, like, with movies that have good stories, that doesn't happen. I had the biggest, dumbest smile on my face the entire time. Like, it was an absolute blast. Right. Is it kind of like Pacific Rim? I haven't watched Pacific Rim. I need to watch Pacific Rim. I am very bad at watching movies. Damn, one of the few movies I've watched and you don't have, and you couldn't watch it too. Okay, I see how it is. Okay. Okay, okay, well, here's the thing. I will watch Pacific Rim, and we can talk about Pacific Rim one of these days. It's been so long since I've seen Pacific Rim. Like, one of those most we... standout moments was... T- I... So, I'm not going to spoil anything major, but, like, toward the end, there was a funny moment when a building is getting smashed up, uh, but the smashing force stops just enough to get, like, a set of Newton balls swinging. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I definitely would like to do like in the future sometime like like a bros like movie night sort of thing or bros like anime like that might like, be a good watch. thing. That's like it's like we were like live streaming ourselves watching something. Obviously not live streaming the show itself, but like if we were like in chat, um, had people watching with us and we were all like discussing the movie while I was going, people could watch with us. That'd be fun. It could be. Yeah. But. That's just a theory, a game theory. Thanks for watching. Anyways, <laughs> so <laughs> Promere is um, I if the lack of character and like if, if lack of character development and story is gonna um be a knockoff on you, I'd say it's probably not the best watch. But at the same time, I think it's just so much fun. Like my I, my wife is the type of care person who doesn't care for like spectacle for fight scenes for characters and whatnot but like even she had fun with the movie she would like she wouldn't like praise it like i am obviously like she's like eh, not enough character development for me oh. but she still had a good time and what did i left i left i'm sorry i'm back yeah. i clicked the anyways, wrong yeah. thing uh you did the same thing i did anyways so as I, like as i was saying like like my wife's not the biggest fan of like big action schlock she she's per, she prefers character driven stories and whatnot she she enjoyed it. She had fun with it. It wasn't her favorite movie. Right. Like I don't even I don't even know if she said she I don't even know if she would say she liked it, but she had fun with it. There was a lot in there to have fun, and there was like laughable moments. I saw her smiling and laughing. 
like not her thing, but she still like, like it wasn't like right. a, oh yes, that was a, I hate this I movie or it was garbage. Like it, like, like Mayer knows what it wants to be and it sets out to do it flawlessly. <laughs> and it is, it is absolutely a must watch. Oh, a must watch. Like, huh? This is a, this is a, like, like, I don't, like, I think even, see, you were calling this thing sure... shallow before the cast started. Well, well, I, I don't think shallow is the right word. Like, I was actually really bad word because it's like it's actually like pretty deep in regards to the um. I, I mean, when I said shallow, I was talking about more shallow in character development because most of the characters are just shallow, um, like trigger memes. Like, oh yes, this is trigger character X or this is trigger character Y. Okay. Like most of the characters get little to no development. They're just there to exist. To have one personality trait. Yeah, ex- exactly. The um the only characters that like have any like depth to them are the main cast. Like your um Gallo, the um leader of the terrorists, um Leo, um Big Bad, uh Sex Appeal and Sex Appeal's sister. Oh that's boy. <laughs> you had me at sex appeal. Yeah, uh you you Trigger always has like a sexy character. Uh, uh, interestingly enough, the show actually doesn't do that much in terms of like, Promere doesn't do that much in actually over sexualizing her. It doesn't, like, I did sort of appreciate it. Like, they had a stereotypically sexy, like, trigger character, but it wasn't like, oh, yes, we're going to keep the camera on her all the time and we're going to be having the main characters, like, ogling her and whatnot. Right. Like, it's like there are sexy people in real life, but you don't need to be ogling them every 10 seconds they're on screen. Like, just because someone has a big boobs, big butt, and big waist, well, like, well, big boobs, big butt, tiny waist, and they, um, and they dress simply doesn't mean that you have to be, like, show like, have their boobs highlighted on screen every 10 seconds. Yes, it does. What are you talking about? I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, it's, like, Primer is, like, one of those weird shows where it's, like, it's all, it's very shallow with most of its side characters, but it's also very subtle with its main cast. Right. Like, like there, there is development there, but it doesn't hit you over the face with it. There, like there are clearly things being said, especially in relation, well, in regards to the character relationships. There, there are character relationship things that are there, but they're not expressly said, and they're not beaten over the head. But it's pretty clear what they're trying to say. Okay. Uh, yep. Sure thing. Yeah. Cool uh, yeah. story. But, but at the end of the day, none of that matters because all that matters is the. Like, the finale of the second act has a giant, like, fire dragon thing oh. wreaking havoc on the city that, um, Gallo goes in and has to, like, stop. And it's, like, and it's got, like, amazing amazing music in the background, like, uh, Superfly with her b- beautiful voice, um, just, like, just, it's, it's got so much, that the music is just so good. Like, the music, the music in Premiere is so good. Like, it's, and it's weird because it's it's good in context of the movie. Like, I can go back and I can listen to the music and be like, oh, yeah, this is good music, but I'm not going to jam out to this. But when you're pairing it with the visuals, it's just like a mind-blowing experience. Now, the thing is, is everything, yeah. like, choreographed? Uh, what do you mean choreographed? Oh, I'm, I, I find it difficult to describe, but, like, are the, like... So, you know how usually there's, like, big moments when the music is loud and then 
and vice versa okay. and stuff uh, like that. Okay, There's so, like so, pointed so, stuff happening. I don't know how to answer that because um, at the at the end of the um, so at the at the end of the screening I went to, they had like a roundtable with the creators, like some of the animators and the director and whatnot. And one of like they were talking about Hiroki Sawano's soundtrack, and like they were like talking about like how they were really impressed because that like somehow like they're they're talking about, like somehow the music always perfectly like, because the music was composed before it was animated. Okay. Like, so they were talking about like how somehow the music always perfectly hit the highlights of like like like, like they were like talking about, like how shocked they were that like every time that like there was a big moment like the music changed perfectly. Okay, that works. <laughs> so, so I don't know if like Hiroko Sano is just a god at creating music. Like he's able to tell when these sorts of things. <laughs> like it, it might I be the other way like, given... around. Like the animators think... listened to the music and then they were just like oh. subconsciously, like oh, it might be cool if when this happens in the music, well, the, the character movie, the movie did would have this. Already... Well, the movie would have already been storyboarded at that point. I think. I think it's a bit more like um. Hiroki's, it's weird trying to talk about a Sawano soundtrack because there are very clear, like, listen between, like, Recreator soundtrack and Promare's, there are, like, very clear, like, beats. I think what Sawano has kind of hit upon is there is a certain universal pacing to these sorts of scenes. That's, and I that makes a lot of sense. I think he's able to craft music that can universally be put in most scenes. And with minor like editing and minor like changing, they can get to line up perfectly. Because like, and I implore anybody go go between the recreator soundtrack and like the big musical like the big vocal tracks and the big vocal tracks for Promare, and and I think it's if it's if it's the same thing with Attack on Titan, it's like there's always this big drop, like like this big vocal like like it suddenly gets incredibly intense all of a sudden. And it's always at the perfect moment. Right. In every like sh- in every Hiroyuki Sawano soundtrack and every animation. Like I think I think he's able to give just enough time for things to build up so people the the that the creators are like well, the animators are able to sync it up perfectly. Because dear God, like it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, that makes a lot like, of sense. The, like like I've got my criticisms of Attack on Titan, but one thing it does great is the musical timing of the like the soundtrack like 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 the music always like intensifies at the perfect time like with these big vocal like choruses same thing with three creators three creators did the same exact thing i didn't like three creators but like the soundtrack was amazing premiere does the same exact thing and it's like the music just fit it's like there's a reason why i think hiroyuki Sawano is so sought after and so uh, like admired admired in japan like it's because I because I think he fundamentally understands how these sorts of soundtracks work, like these vocal tracks and stuff. Okay, but that I might be talking on my ass. Who knows? <laughs> go type in the comments. Um, try try sucks. I want to sucks. Um, go fuck yourself. I mean, like <laughs> like I like before this movie. Like even like like. I've always kind of been like, oh yeah, Sawano is kind of like overrated. Like he writes good music, but he's like not like this expert and whatnot. Watching Promare, I'm just like, oh my god, this is like amazing. <clears throat> like I, I I totally get why he's like like admired as much as he is. Okay, but I don't that, have anything me. else to tack on to this. Yeah, I know. 
I I, th- I think most anybody can enjoy Promare. I think if Disney was in a good mood, he could enjoy Promare. If he was watching it in a bad mood, Disney would be like, like Disney would be overthinking everything. Though I I do think I do think Dizzy would appre- at least appreciate the it's, um, moral dilemma. It's it's there. A, it's a turn your brain off movie. Yeah, it's a turn your brain off movie. But they're like the the moral dilemma and like the the, the stakes like aren't like like are like legitimately like interesting and fascinating and does pose an interesting question for debate. So I think I think Dizzy could get behind that. Uh, it, it's not a, it's not an in- neptly told story like the story is told rather well for what it is it's just you're trying to condense an entire anime down to two hours yeah i I think i think if this was 12 episodes well i mean if it was 12 episodes it wouldn't look nearly as good as it does uh <laughs> well but, certain segments of it would yeah but i do think that like this could work with um like like being extent, like having like a bit of an extension of it, like maybe having. I'd actually be really interested in seeing like a prequels like anime to this. Like, the they couldn't make they couldn't. They, I mean, they could make a epilogue movie, like epilogue like um TV series, but I don't know what they're gonna. Like, it's not like, because of the way the movie ends. It'd be really difficult to not make it feel like tacked on or overwrite what happens in the movie. But I think a prequel could be cool, establishing like characters, motivations, and whatnot. Okay, sure. It's so hard to not talk about spoilers because there's just so much that happens in this movie. That's fair. Uh, Lunch would love it. Lunch would absolutely <laughs> love this movie. Be like, hell yeah! <laughs> Your just voice made. was too high pitched for a good mimicry. That like, hell yeah! I don't know. My, vo- Hell my voice yeah. is like entirely. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, I was trying to do that thing where like lunch does like that, like he goes into that like high pitch, more like rocker sort of. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Vaguely, vaguely. Like where he's like, like kind of like that radical dude. Sort oh, of, oh yeah, know. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I think lunch would adore this movie so much. <laughs> I, but. I I think most people could get a lot out of this movie and have a lot of fun with it. Right. Shame that shame that it was only a limited limited screening and like I doubt that it's going to be streaming anytime soon. You'll probably have to get it on Blu-ray and anime Blu-rays are obnoxious. Yikes. Yeah. So much for <laughs> being a must-watch. Yeah, it's a, it's it's frustrating because anime movies tend to be some of the better watching experiences. Yet. Because they're never really streamed. Like, it might show up on Netflix someday. Who knows? But because they're not streamed, you have to get the Blu-rays, and Blu-rays are friggin' expensive. Ooh. And, like, I'm not gonna go tell you to pirate it, because, I mean, first off, uh, you're gonna get, like, malware and shit from this pirate site. Second, it's not gonna be as good as quality as watching it, like, on a Blu-ray disc or streamed properly, but... You know what? If you wanna take the, if you wanna take those risks and have a worse experience, go for it. But just, I'm not, I'm not condoning pirating. Never pirate if you like, if you can't. I can't believe Try is like telling us to do this. Like, don't, don't, like, like, like. Really, I, I, I think the moral dilemma of pirating just comes down to like, if there is literally no legal way for you to watch something, then you can make a moral argument to say, okay, well, I can, I can watch it illegally, and then if it comes out legally, I can watch it again legally. But 
Pirating's weird. Yeah, let's jump off this train. Yeah, let's jump it off. I'm not the one. To, I'm not the one to be talking about that. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's pirated once in their life. That's like that's, that's how the internet works. Even if you, you, even if you don't think you pirated, you've pirated. And this anyways, has been um, in a landfill. <laughs> I guess this has been Promare in a landfill. Um, big time movie night. Uh, thanks, Tar, for um sitting for through that basically. But that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks, sorry for entertaining my ramblings about a movie you didn't watch. <laughs> you're welcome. Granted, you're I do very think this, welcome. Try I, this was. I, I do think, considering the move did move Disney's in, it was definitely better to have you on to talk about this because you 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 asked me good questions to like elaborate on. I did. Or I just remember saying okay again and again. No. <laughs> the past so, fifty minutes have just been a blur. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's it's that Ohio heat, man. You got it. You're, it's it's the humidity. It's it's reaching you. Oh it's, shit! It's frying your but brain. I'm not even in Ohio. Bra- oh, fuck. I know. It's, it, the humidity is going through the internet connection and frying your brain. Oh fuck! I shouldn't have worn headphones. No, it's too it's too late now. Like, it's too, like, my, my brain's. I, I I wanted to relate this back to a ketchup bottle, but I can't. So this has been bros in a landfill. Squirting off. Oh, f- and the try. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> <laughs>